we go. What's up, everybody? It's Keith Good News, and this is another episode of Inglewood's Finest. And I got my co-host with me, D Green and Mr. Crumble, and we are your tour guys of Inglewood. Today, I'm excited because uh, we are in Hilltop Cafe, right? That's where we are, right? Yes, yes indeed. Hilltop Coffee and Kitchen. Hilltop Coffee and Kitchen. On right. La Brea. Not the on La Brea. Right. So we in Inglewood in the city right now. Heart to heart. But uh, yeah, Tay, what we, uh, what we got on the docket for today, yeah, man? Yeah, as you know, we take you to, through a tour of Inglewood. We highlight some of the most uh, historic landmarks and the businesses that are notable. Today, we're going to take some time and talk about Inglewood park and recreations yeah. and what that means. So the Recreation and Cultural Division provides leisure programs for 13 different parks uh, and community centers. The division also offers diverse cultural uh, events, sports activities, enrichment classes for individuals between 2 and 102 years old. Wow. So that's a, you know, that's a large spectrum. Everybody. So we're going to cover that. We're going to dig into it. But before we go there, I want to hand it over to Mr. Crumble to tell us about uh, the Did You Know? Absolutely. This is part of the segment where we deliver a random fact, past, current, or in the future. Um, and today's fact, you know, coming off the Super Bowl uh, that we just came off of is uh, in 2022, Inglewood, California will be hosting the Super Bowl. It's time, baby. Oh, the wow. Super Bowl. It's time, baby. You know, that means, you know, businesses. Um, City of Champions. For City real. of Champions. Um Businesses will definitely get um, you know more business, more attraction, uh, more patrons. Um, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, man. Just imagine the Super Bowl being in Inglewood, California. Like, did you ever imagine that? I can't imagine because I'm thinking about the traffic that's gonna be here. I'm thinking uh, about the, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that, and I'm like, damn, the Super it's Bowl like it's, it's definitely a bittersweet already with the farm and all, everything else. Yeah, but the Super Bowl is gonna be incredible. 2022, right? 2000, 2022. Super it ain't even done being built yet, and they're already planning. And is the is the Olympics also scheduled to be here uh, in the near future as well? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know what year, but I think it is. How to do my Either research? Twenty twenty four or twenty twenty eight? Okay, I was yeah. about to do my it's, it's, it's no very research soon. like you, so I'm not sure <laughs> of the exact uh, exact date. But I did hear this, and I believe yeah. that it's happening. Yes, so indeed. just thinking about this idea that we are the city of champions, and yeah. because at one point we had champions here, we had yeah. the Lakers playing in Los Angeles, and since then they have moved. And we haven't really had this champion, a championship team. Right. But when we go through some of the things today, we talk about what bringing an NFL team to our community looks like, what that means for our park and recreation division. Um, I think that we are restoring the idea of what it means to be a, the city of champions. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for that, brother. Absolutely. Yeah, man, I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I really am looking forward to 2022. We're going to see what it brings. With all the new Super Bowl, but uh, yeah, tell. man, let's jump into this parks and recreation. I found some interesting stuff. I know you found some interesting stuff, Tay. Yes, you want to lead us in uh, with some information, man, that you found out was pretty interesting. Yes, yeah, so we talked about um, there's 13 different parks in Inglewood, which was I got to say. Being from Inglewood, you only go to like two, right? Yeah, two or three maybe main parks. In Inglewood. What are the, what are the two or three main? What are the main parks in Inglewood that you go to? So you go to Darby, you go to Definitely Darby Park. Go, Darby's like number one. You almost. go to you go to Rogers Park and you go to Sentinel Park. Okay, or you know, uh, yeah, you don't go, or you <laughs> you know of those parks. <laughs> no, but if there if there is thirteen parks. Um, do y'all know what the uh, what the other parks are? Because that's three parks, right? That's that's Darby Park, that's Rogers Park, and that's Centinella Park, which isn't even called Centinella Park. That's Edward Vincent uh, Junior Park. That's, that is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So what other what are the ten other parks? Well, uh, there's Ashwood Park. 
I used to work there. You worked at Asheville Park? I used to work there as well. I was handing out lunches to so, so like, where is that program. exactly? Do you know? So that like, is actually uh, La Cienega. You know, well, there is, yes, off of La Cienega and Hillcrest. La Cienega. Think, so, oh, that's back over by the Home Depot? Yeah, back by the Home okay. Depot. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's over there. Um, we got Center Park. Center Park. Center Park. And that's on uh, 111th Street. Apparently, so West 111th Street, Center Park. Then we have, uh, well, we already know Centinella Park. Um, oh, that's what it was, Centinella Adobe Park, right? And is this the same park? So Midfield Avenue, because since uh, Edward Vincent Jr. Park really like spans from you know the residential side mm. of, of that area all the way over to uh, maybe they split it. Flor- is that Florence all the way over to Florence? I think they split it in half. It might be two different parks because it is a, it's huge, mm-hmm. so it can make sense for probably financial reasons mm-hmm. or you know uh, taxes or a bunch of different reasons. Or probably somebody just bought half of the park and said we're gonna change the name. Yeah, or right. just shout out to Edward Vincent Jr. Whoever he is, let's put his name on a part of it out of respect. <laughs> you give you him know, a piece of the park. It's really sitting there like Dobie, <laughs> right. with respect to Edward Vincent Jr. Uh, um, okay, so we got uh, Gravilla Park, which Gravilla. is right across the street from our alma mater. Yes, Inglewood High School. So Gravilla Park, um, if you are familiar with the Inglewood area, or thankfully you are getting more familiar with the Inglewood area, if you drive up past Inglewood High School located on Manchester just off Gravilla, uh, what's that, west of La Brea, you'll see like a strip of grass and a nice like um, a wall, a memorial wall. Uh, somewhere you can like sit out, and it's not really a park with a playground or anything. Right, like it ain't that. a park. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's right kids. around the corner. It it's is right around the corner. See the senior living. Uh, senior so living it is. Home. So there is another one over there. Yeah, we, we, and that's we why talk I about that. that. Okay, so y'all got that. Living home right there, and you think about the importance of having a space where you can go walk and yeah, get out a little bit. Absolutely, and that is what Granville Park is. I mean, I guess I guess that's what defines a park. I guess I don't. Is it grass and a walkway? Yeah, I mean, I think so. You can park yourself there. I guess so. <laughs> right. I guess so. Yeah. I guess my dad's front yard been a park my whole, <laughs> my whole life. It's uh, all the same when you were a kid. So of course we got Darby. Uh, I think I mentioned that we got Rogers Park. We mentioned that, which is I, I think we've all experienced a lot. Yeah, right, yeah. Rogers Park. We'll get into huge. that later. Uh, Circle Park. Circle Park. That which was my is, park. Well, I think when I met you, y'all were still living over in that area right next to Circle Park. Yeah, I live right across the street from Circle Park. And what I noticed for Circle Park is used a lot of for fitness and trainings. That's what uh, people use Circle Park for. It's a really a big circle of grass Yeah, um, that people like to run around. Or uh, like my, me and my dad would go up there and we would like play catch. Or I would see a lot of people going up there doing football trainings or whatever it was. That park is, uh, from what I've seen, been used for a lot of athletes and people who are just trying to really get their workout in. It's like three benches and a big, big body of grass. With this is in a residential area. In a residential area. So a lot of the people who are living there are also like, I'm going to get up Absolutely. in the morning and I'm going to go out yeah. here to the big body Absolutely. grass. Yeah, so Absolutely. you might get... Um, a lot of people just from the area coming. Yeah, out. you can yeah. take kids out there play soccer, whatever kind of sports thing that was going on. That's what I always noticed that was happening at that park. Um, we also got Queen Park. Where is Queen Park? Queen Park, Park is right? off of Prairie and Regent, I believe, and it's like right. it's like a small park. Like what is Sizzlers? We talked about Sizzlers right, in one of the right, episodes. Right. Yeah, so uh, Queen Park is there. Um, that's right. That's right. And. That's right. Yeah, I, we used to bring our basketball courts up there because they didn't have any basketball courts. <laughs> but it was so small. <laughs> they had like a patch of cement, like, okay, we could provide the, the basketball court here, but we go, we definitely we leave you some space. Yeah. Uh, but Queen Park is there. Um, definitely have like uh, activities for the younger kids. So it's, it's more geared towards like the, the younger the kids, younger the toddlers. Kids. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. I think they do got a playground there and uh, like a. 
Yeah, they have yeah playground swings. They yeah. have you know still got sand. You know parks don't have sand anymore. I think one thing they acknowledge Inglewood is bigger than I than I thought when I was a kid. I thought Inglewood was just like the few blocks that I was familiar with, but Inglewood is big, man. Like there's a park mm-hmm. called well, there's a place called uh, North Park. Yeah, there is that I have don't think I've been to. That's the only one I've never heard of. It's, yeah, yeah, it's off of Hargrave uh, Hargrave Street. East Hargrave Street And then there's a place Called the Lockhaven Center So Lockhaven Center My aunt used to stay over there um, uh, Rest in peace to Rob We used to always go To the Lockhaven Center So it's actually attached To an elementary school Which is uh, Worthington okay. Worthington Elementary School And in the back side Of the park Is Lockhaven Wow um, The school So it's open to the public After school hours Okay Yeah okay. And there's uh, There's one more we got Which is Saminsky Park It's, it's, on, it's on Inglewood Avenue 9717 like Inglewood um, Saminsky, yeah, yeah no, it's a mystery yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. And you think you know a place? And that right. might <laughs> that might that might be one of the other parts that's not officially a park, but it's just a body of grass with a walkway. Yeah, yeah. which is important. You have so, to pull up on them. So one thing that I actually learned I want a few to. years ago was like uh, I was really wanting to be a part of. I wanted to be the mayor. I wanted to be the mayor. I think I'm still pushing him. By the way, I'm just saying this right. We on the podcast right now. We got we we, we got our uh, our homie BT right here with us. Shout out to BT. Shout out to BT. Finest, of course, yeah, sit, sitting in with us. But I still tell I still tell Tay to this day that I think that he's a perfect candidate to be a mayor to run for mayor. Absolutely. But like, that's we'll see how that's, the cards fall, man. <laughs> you know, I'm just we'll talk about that lie. when we talk about you know what I'm saying <laughs> the whole you know uh, legislative arm of uh, Inglewood City, right? <laughs> and that means a lot uh, But because I was interested in that some years ago I, I reached out to one of my mentors And he had set me up with Mayor Eric Garcetti Now Mayor Eric Garcetti wasn't the mayor at this time He was a councilman of District mm-hmm. like 13 Which is um, technically uh, like some of the like East Hollywood um, area Los yeah. Feliz area He, I went there, met him He put me in a car, we did a, a tour Just me and him in a car Who's now the mayor, which is crazy And he showed me the different developments they were having going on a lot of those developments were small parks. He's pointing out different things that they're working on from how they're like doing the, um, the sidewalk, how they're doing a crosswalk and putting like cultural uh, elements to it. It was deep, right? Uh, one thing he pointed out was the importance of small parks in the community. So you might see like some buildings in a, in a community where the parks have built a reputation for whatever reason, right, uh, of being parks that are uh, not safe to go to. Yeah. They were starting to rewrite the narrative by putting small parks where um, just for the community to be able to come and gather and have community conversations yeah. and their kids can play. So when I see parks like Gravilla Park or like uh, what was the one that we just named Saminsky Park, yeah. like these are parks that, that are play a, play a, play a huge role because yeah, although we don't parks. know these parks, mm-hmm. for the people who live in, especially like they on know. that street or in that yeah. Na- area, it's a place for them to go and conjugate right. with their neighbors. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, that's just something I thought was uh, really important, and I'm, I'm happy to see that we're doing that here in uh, Inglewood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I also like the fact that um, something that they've done, not just with the parks, but a, a huge part of its parks, um, the, I guess the the whole program, the Department of Parks, Recs, and Cultural Community Service, yeah. they have this free graffiti, uh, graffiti, graffiti removal program, which I did not know. And uh, Danny said that he already had known about it. Yeah, absolutely. From, uh, just stand in Inglewood. You know, you see graffiti. And, uh, <laughs> we stayed, <laughs> we stayed on, you know, I don't know if it's graffiti. Or just <laughs> <laughs> somebody writing something. Well, yeah, somebody writing, <laughs> no you know, spray painted on the wall. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> we ain't got no murals. <laughs> <laughs> like, draw some, right. draw some. It's cool. Not trying to make that synonymous with each 
each other. But right. uh, you see writing on the wall. It, it, it I noticed that it didn't stay for long. You know, yeah, it was yeah. like one or two days. But they have uh, folks were not only hired to remove it, but also hired to hired to go around and to see if there was uh, you know writings on the wall yeah. to kind of like that's their job to scope that out too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, we were living. On 97th and Prairie And there's an alley Directly behind our house So it's just always Had always. right yeah. But it's always. always Getting cleaned up yeah. Yeah. So that's good to know They have that Yeah so they actually uh, I looked them up And just for anybody Out there who does Secret graffiti In Inglewood But I mean I don't know if it works Anywhere else But it's called uh, A graffiti abatement hotline abatement. And our number is 310-412-8739 It's free to call um, And they have a tagline that says Don't ignore the problem They don't want mm. people To ignore it They want people To contact it Yeah um, they have a mission statement which I want to read too because I yeah, think absolutely. it's huge uh, so the, the, the mission of of graffiti abatement is to remove graffiti from private and public property throughout the city within 24 hours of identification and or notification which is big um, to, they want people to report graffiti on public property or to request abatement services for uh, from private property in Inglewood so please call graffiti abatement hotline number it's listed as I already said it and um you know they don't have their address specifically, but they did have uh, the number to call, and uh, it's free. It's free to Inglewood. It's free, it's free to residents, and it's free to businesses wow. as well. So uh, if you own a business in Inglewood, trying to do something, this is a good number to have. Um, you got to store that in your pocket. It's absolutely important. Like, you're yeah. thinking about like. Um, I, I reflect on like when we stayed on 97th and Prairie. You yeah. going outside, literally had gra- uh, graffiti or tagging mm-hmm. on the garage, and I'm like, I don't want to open the garage because it looked like I'm doing this. You know what right. I mean? Like I'm like, somebody come clean this up, you know? Because you know, it's it just re- like really good uh, for the city to have that, um, and also you feel safe, you know? So yeah, yeah it's dope. Yeah. And uh, moving us along, but I also so I want to I want to mention this because as we speak, this new ideas that like sparking to my head. But the bro- the broken glass theory, mm-hmm. you know, the broken glass theory says that if there is a broken window in a certain area that is not fixed, the likelihood of another broken window happening and occurring mm. um, is, is higher because people feel like that's the culture of that area. So yeah. if there's graffiti somewhere that's not getting cleaned up, it's likely that there's going to be more graffiti um, in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So yeah, it's important absolutely. that they have that quick response. Yeah. Be- because it's kind of like if you go in somebody's house and you see like, you know, they kind of house is dirty, you ain't really tripping. Or if you go in somebody's house and everybody right. got their shoes off, right. you're going to take your shoes off. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody got their shoes on, you're going to keep your shoes on. You so. see trash on the ground, you might throw some more trash yeah, on the ground. Exactly. It discourages folks. Like, imagine you go out there, you, you, you're tagging or whatever the case may be. You see like a day later, you come back to see your work. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's gone. You know, exactly. so it discourages folks to exactly. stop doing it. Yeah, it so does. two other things that are offered um, under the Parks and Recreations that I think is really important. Is our library services? Yeah. So um, speak on that. Right now, like we said, we are Hilltop Coffee and Kitchen. Right across the street is the Inglewood Library. Huge, beautiful space, multi-level yes, space that's been there forever. Right. Um, their hours are eleven to six, and they offer a lot of programming, computer classes, just different things for the community. Um, you can get your library card, or if you don't have a library card, you can still use services. You just can't take a book home. Mm. I think we forget about our libraries, but that's not the only library we have. We also have the Crenshaw Imperial Branch Library mm-hmm. as well. Uh, on Crenshaw Boulevard. Um, again, 11 to 4 there, and they also offer services. So wanted to just shout out to our um, our Inglewood libraries and encourage people, if you don't have a computer of your own, if you need a workspace, um, you don't want to spend any money, we have those spaces. Absolutely. And I know that they offer certain classes and trainers and, there as well. I'm glad you brought that up because people don't think of a library as being a resourceful place because there's not, we have Google, or we have our phones even so. So we just go straight there on our phone to look up something versus actually sitting in the library and getting that and environment where it's necessary to be in to like do good work.
work. Yeah, yeah. 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 And what what I when I do visit the library, like I had um I had to print something out like really quickly. Um at the library on Chris Sean and Hundred Eleven, I see a lot of um older folks in the library just getting acclimated to like the newer things that are going mm-hmm. on. Like they have the updated computers. So it's like, okay, I now want to transition and like understand uh computer technology a little bit. So is they that, have is classes. that still open? Is that that library still it's open? It's still open. Wow. Still I, open. I don't know That's why I thought it was closed. I, I see yeah, it's still open and I see like folks walking there. You know, walking wow. walking, walking I to the I library. Think, I think we should take a field trip and just go. We definitely should. Yeah. Hey man, when's the last no. time you've been to a library? Nah. Yeah. Nah. You know, and we have beautiful libraries here. Here's uh, library. And we are all fathers. We're all fathers as well. So I think it's a great time, a great place to take our kids. Wow. You know, yeah. and then they can, it's a safe place. They can be over. They got, you, they have a kid corner, a kid section. Cause ain't nobody going to the library. They have kids. They have kids. Who going to the library? Ain't nobody going to the library. They ain't right. trying to, <laughs> trying to feed themselves. As we, as we continue on this tour of Inglewood, mm-hmm. I think it's important not only highlight what type of parks we have, but what services are offered in those parks and different like opportunities people can take advantage mm-hmm. of. So we mentioned the libraries. I'm going to hand it over to you, uh, Mr. Crumble, you know, and like talk to us a little bit about what you know to be true about the offerings uh, of our parks and recreation. Absolutely. So like with our park and recreations, um, there's been like a lot of... Um, it's been a hub and a centering for uh, children between the ages of not, not two and 102, <laughs> but between the ages of uh, two and I believe 15 for summer programming activities. I was one of those kids that came out of those summer programs and activities. Um, I know we'll get into a little bit later, like the sports that are offered and like that you introduced to, but like arts and craft, you had, yeah. um, you know, adequate act. Ac- adequate care for parents you know in a community that really couldn't they still have to work in the summer but your kids is out of school in the summertime right so you still have that adequate care um you had uh academic involvement uh you had choir you had so many different things that was uh at these parks and parks and recreation some of the parks that i could highlight is um Centinella slash Edward yeah. Vincent Jr. Park, <laughs> uh, Rogers Park, and Darby Park are the ones that I know that they still to this day. Yeah, they always have like a summer program mm-hmm. or just different activities you could just pop up at the park and be involved in. Yeah, I'm like even looking at Darby, they got that skate park which invites a lot of uh, a lot of people yes, over yeah. to it. You know, from the area because it's not skate parks everywhere. Every kid right. just go skate, but um, and it's not Darby legal to skate that. everywhere. It's not legal to skate. Right. Everywhere. You're right about that. Darby has that. Um, my daughter actually takes dance classes at Darby Park. Okay. So that's where she goes every Wednesday and Saturday for her dance classes. Mm. So, uh, you know, what I also found out about these parks is that they offer, like, Spanish uh, programs for Spanish-speaking people. Now, some of these programs, I want to say, are free or not free. you got to go on a website and look. Right. But some of them are free, and they do have, for people who are struggling learning English that speak Spanish, they have programs. And I saw quite a few of them, believe it or not, um, at different parks to where they're actually helping people learn the language wow um, so, so i important. think that's that's huge that's so important i think so, that's a big probably miss on a lot of people don't know that inglewood is doing things like that yeah and that's why it's important that we highlight it here yeah. it's not that people don't want to take advantage of it they don't always know, know what to take advantage of yeah they don't, All right, know, about it. They don't um, know about it but i, I want to uh, bring up something else too yes, um just about you had mentioned the age the age of uh two to 102 right right <laughs> all the, the entire spectrum right. everybody that's alive um so uh recently and i saw this by just doing my research uh la food bank has partnered with inglewood to uh provide some food service program for the elderly for people that are 60 and up uh, you talked about it being an elderly home or yeah it's one right here by Inglewood High School there's mm-hmm. also another one I know we at least have two um, by the academy large very large uh, facilities for our, our mm-hmm. elderly uh, residents yeah so in, uh, I think I don't know if it was you or Dane that brought it up earlier 
about uh, I think it was you, Danny, that brought it up about how they're still living off of their maybe social security oh, the fixed or income. the fixed yeah, income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fixed income. So food, I, believe it or not, is a is a is a big deal, and not only food is uh, food um, education. Right, a lot right. of the elderly people are not educated yeah. on what we're educated on now. Obviously, with times changing, they're not educated on the type of food they should be eating yeah. and the type of food they should be putting in their body. So uh, the LA Food Bank is partnering with Inglewood. They, 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 it just happened. LA food Bank. I think That's yesterday. Yesterday they end up yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot of time there as a volunteer, man. Yeah. Sorting food. So yeah. they yeah. definitely are doing great things. Um, yeah, elder like as the cost of living increases, I know we often think about the raise in rent or the mm-hmm. raise in like property value, but the cost of gas and the cost of um, you know, living period. So it could be food, it could be um, you know, just doing everyday things. Mm-hmm. Our elderly folks, they get what they get in terms of income. Yeah. So yeah, it's important around to have it. something like the LA yeah. Food Bank provide that. Yeah. Shout out to the LA Food Bank. Shout yeah, man. Them, man. By me being from Inglewood, I always have like a story, you know. So I think that's like you know my thing. But my, I remember my grandfather used to get meals delivered to him. Mm. I don't know if it was uh, it, it was through Inglewood for sure. Um, and I want to say we used to call it Meals on Wheels. So I need to do the research to see like the exact um. The exact information on it But uh, he used to get Meals delivered to him And there were meals That are a little bit Like catered to him Being like, healthier Yeah Like so every Every lunch Every breakfast And lunch hour Get meals delivered to him So I think Just um, as being An Inglewood uh, resident As a as a, a senior citizen Like um, Those Different departments And those different um, Parts of parks And recreation Are like very vital And important Yeah I mean you wouldn't Even expect them to do that so. Right But I'm, I'm glad you brought That story Because that's a perfect segue Into you know Us sharing stories about If we have any particular stories From the parks That are on the That we listed um, So I don't know If anybody have one Around the top of their head um, um, I think for me uh, Sports is always huge I met, I met okay. all y'all Playing football yep. You yeah. know what I mean I think that's, that's huge That was a big part Of my childhood so uh, playing football uh, coming up for the Inglewood, the the midget team was Inglewood Sentinels. You yeah. know, so I played for the Inglewood Sentinels, and we played at Edward Vincent Park, mm-hmm. Edward Vincent Junior Park, which is like if you from around here, you probably call it Sentinella Park. Right. Um, most recently, so I played football there, man. I killed off. You know, y'all y'all know me for football. <laughs> you know, you know, running back. Um, but great memories. Some of my some of my uh, lifelong friends have come from there, and I remember just like late nights, my mom sitting out there and um, watching me run. Um, she She's tired from working, you know, and um, I'm out there doing extra sprints after practice and just things like that, man. Yeah. Really developing character that I believe today plays a huge role in who I am. Uh, and just happy to know that now they actually changed that field to Champions Field. Mm. So that field that we practice on, not the entire park, that that field is called Champions yeah. Field. That's a good And they have too. an endorsement from the actual Chargers. Okay. So the Chargers have wow. been sending out their players and some of their resources to the to the to, to the park to help out the kids and their skill development. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's my that's my story, man. I just remember my childhood being different because of my because of my football experience, my relationship skills being different, but also um, you know, it's happy to see that this is still there and they got they're growing. Yeah. Uh, man, that's amazing, bro. Uh, I think I got to st- I mean, it's so, so many, man. I'm like, I've been living in all sides of Eaglewood. Um, I, be- I believe for myself, though, what I want to share is uh, Darby Park. So uh, we just finished talking about the summer programs, and I was a summer program kid. It was one summer, we, I literally, my mom had to work. I'm like, I'm not sitting in this house. Let's find, find me something to do. Right. You know, and so um, she got me into the Darby Park program, and it was amazing. Like, you got kids all over from Inglewood. You had, they even allow other kids from, like, different cities to be a part of the program. But, yeah, man, we were in we had choir. We had uh, all type of sports activities, choir, basketball. Bro? I was in the choir, bro. We Melodies from heaven. <laughs> hey, 
see, you see. Down on me. Anyway, the same song. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, saying little alto, little baritone. No, but definitely in the choir. You know, you know, you in the choir because you hear it for the girls. You know, but it actually been. A great way to like hold, hold ourselves accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, learn a lot of different traits, learn how to play sports there. You know, you had your first crush at those parks, and you know, you were well taken care of as well. You, you had yeah. your, your lunches, your, your mom or your, or your parents packed you mm-hmm. with, your, with your gushers and your fruit snacks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> your lunch got to last you all day, but you were able to be a kid. And you were, whole, you were held responsible for still doing academic activities yes, in the sir. summer, so it wasn't just playing. So for yeah. me, it was Darby Park and just being involved in those uh, summer programs, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was say for me mine's more of like the recent i guess memory um darby park has done a really good job of um with the fraternities and sorority especially the ones for divine nine uh they have this thing where we have the frat leagues and they allow the sororities and fraternities to play softball games at darby park yeah um, I spent yeah they do so it just happens every every year wow uh, so softball and it's and it's big it's it's growing and I think I think that's dope for um, for Inglewood to be hosting that for pretty much all of Southern California no absolutely uh, for Ooh. for yeah for all of Southern California it happens in Dark Park so me being a, a, a member of Phi Beta Sigma um, I spent a lot of time going up there just supporting the frat and just supporting you know uh, the fraternity and the whole Divine Nine yeah and it's really really dope to see that um, Dark Park is taking. I want to say, uh, uh, but just, 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 you know, recognizing what the Divine Eye organization has done and partnering with them to make sure that they have something outside, you know. Right, and to, to have do. Inglewood to yeah, hub that. Have yeah, Inglewood to hub that. To all feel, Southern really California. Yeah. So um, I think that's a, that's a really big thing. That's one of my favorite things about the parks and the wrecks and memories from, you know, um, Inglewood. Yeah. Inglewood and Parks and Rec. And that's dope real quick, too, because you, you mentioned softball, and I, I don't want to get too, too off, but uh, Inglewood, Darby Park was like, Really known for producing a lot of youth baseball, especially for uh, for black kids that really didn't get introduced right to the sport. You're right about and that, and like real, real baseball yeah. players, man. So I just wanted to shout that out as well. Yeah. No, you're right about that. But that's 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 my more recent memory because it's obviously going up there all the time and just seeing you know my frat brother, yeah, Rody sisters and people at other organizations. It just it just dope to be there. You know, it feels good. Like man, we in Inglewood too. Man. It's the whole team. Yeah, you know, you know, every time you step, you hold. Feels good. So um, so yeah, I mean, it's really nothing left for us much more to give i do want to uh, kind of get into what do you think you know maybe the future of the parks and the recreation and the community services department um you know what's what's the future for them i mean i mean everything is growing in inglewood and we got we got to talk about wh- where it's going where next. it's going absolutely we just mentioned you know some things that are coming in in 2020 as far as the super bowl so if you think about uh the things that are to come with parks and recreation it, it's only it, it would only get better with different sponsorships with more people being actively involved in like what's going on at these different parts in the communities people actually caring about um the, the input um, that, that's taking place um, I think as uh, More children get involved Like The more The parks Would want to Put on different programs Become more I'm not gonna say They're not relevant But just become more relevant To what things are going on So I see a lot of tech mm. Companies coming into yeah. These different parks And partner up With okay. parks and recreation I see senior citizens Being really taken care of Yeah Understanding that uh, They are on a fixed income So I see I, I see th- I see good things yeah. For parks and recreation For Megawood yeah. I think I agree, man. Uh, just having to go up to, I'm going to say Darby again, because I feel like that's one of the, Darby and Rogers, Sentinel is probably the three major parks in yes. Inglewood. We talked about all of them, but just to go back to Darby Park, you know, I got to go up there every Wednesday and, and Friday, I mean, every Wednesday and Saturday for my daughter, and just to see how many kids are involved there, how many parents, how much community 
is around these parts. I think that they're doing a better job honing in on that. Obviously, with like you said, tech and technology growing, I think we're gonna start seeing more, more programs like coding. Yeah. Like 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 uh, esports. Esports is becoming huge. Huge. So actually hosting like maybe tournaments, mm-hmm. uh, man tournaments, stuff like that for kids, and really just for a whole community of adults. Inglewood is changing. The stadium is bringing a whole lot of new things, a whole lot of new people. Yeah. That's a whole lot of new Starbucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Starbucks gonna stay popping up. So, um, so it's just, I think it's changing. I think that once again, I think we're gonna go into, like you said, more of a tech world. I really see that's uh, that's coming for us next. So yeah, um, yeah. So I believe that the uh, Parks and Recs are actually gonna head in a direction similar to uh, what y'all have predicted. But I would say, in addition to that, we have two different sports teams. In LA, we have the Snoop Dogg Youth Football League, mm-hmm. and then we also have the team that I play for coming up, the Inglewood Jets and Inglewood Sentinels. Um, they all might be the Inglewood Jets now, I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. um, I see a lot of more of that professional, uh, those professional teams having an influence with those guys, with those young folks, and I think that's going to translate over to soccer, baseball, track and field. So if that's like playing at a low cost or getting sponsorships for those teams, having better jerseys and mm-hmm. better uh, facilities. Maybe some opportunities for those uh, our youth to actually attend games for free or low yeah. cost. Mm-hmm. I see it happening mm. there, but I would say that the, it has to have some type of tech uh, um, attached to it. Yeah, it has to have tech yeah. attached to it because that's how we're going to prepare our young people to operate in the world that is uh, that they're going to come into as they become of age, right? So I think that uh, we're also very close to Silicon Beach. Right, Silicon mm-hmm. Beach is just to the west of us. We have right. two professional football teams that play here. There's no way that I think that that Clippers those those Google in. Clippers are coming. But I don't think Google, YouTube, Hulu, those um those big giant companies that are right next to the west of us don't also play a role in mm-hmm. some of what we have going on here in Inglewood yeah. in terms of like parks and rec. Not right now, but I, I think you're right. I think yeah, you, I think they, they're gonna have to strategically. Yeah, yeah, I think strategically. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's me and I, um. I know where we're moving from here, so uh, I'm looking forward to what happens. You know, I would love to see a lot of our uh, our, our kids of color still being a part of those programs, yeah. still being a part of that tech. Um, I I think that that's great, but if we need to find a way to make sure that um, we're being represented in yeah. that in that group of people who've been supporting yeah. that as well. Yeah. No, yeah, no doubt. All right, man. So yeah, man, y'all know what the time it is. It comes to. The- Towards the end of our show, and we can't end it without giving a business of the week. Danny, what we got? Business of the week actually goes to the business that we are currently at, and we're eating and recording this podcast, the Hilltop Coffee and Kitchen. Right. <laughs> don't forget the um, kitchen. Located in Inglewood, uh, 170 North La Brea, Inglewood, California, 90301. Um, definitely come support uh, Hilltop Coffee, get you the avocado drop top. It's fire. Um. <laughs> yeah, and you know, uh, just to add to that, which y'all probably not gonna hear in this episode, but uh, uh, I guess I don't know if it was the, it wasn't the owner, but it was it one was of the owners. It was one yeah, of the one owners. Of the owners. Okay. Yeah. They came over and talked to us, and we had a real dope conversation. We actually had to pause the podcast. Yeah, for a so y'all won't hear. But yeah, shout out to uh, the editing on Keep Good News. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Y'all not gonna hear that. But uh, but yeah, it was a uh, it was a dope experience just actually getting to talk to the people who built this, and uh, hopefully we have them on the show. Coming Absolutely. Soon. Yeah, yeah. This so. is a great spot. I work from here often. Um, so really appreciate not only them being a space for me, but all that they do in terms of providing a space for like creatives and just people who need to to be around a culture, the work environment. And they're called coffee and kitchen because they have a whole kitchen. I think a lot of times you go to a coffee shop and they got some bagels maybe right. in a little window. No, but they, they have a kitchen. Right. Yeah, no, they can yeah, hook it up. Yeah. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate y'all for tuning in. That's another episode of Inglewood's 
finest. We are out of here. Keep good news, Mr. Crumble yeah, yeah. and D Green. Until next time, peace out. <laughs>